Want to dive deeper into the topics you hear about on Daily Drive? We're offering listeners a special offer, 20% off a one-year Automotive News digital subscription. That gets you access to all of our news, information, and analysis made for automotive industry leaders like you. Go to autonews.com slash daily drive promo to redeem. Welcome to Daily Drive for Friday, August 25th, 2023. I'm Jamie Butters, Executive Editor of Automotive News here in Detroit. And I'm Kellen Walker in Las Vegas. Today on the show, the vote is in and Detroit 3 UAW members overwhelmingly agreed to authorize a strike if talks break down. After being blasted for low wages, Ultium Cells offers to raise workers' pay. Also, Chicago sues two automakers. We'll tell you the surprising reason why coming up. Plus, we'll hear about one dealership's idea to recognize its technicians for their hard work by hanging up banners about each tech. Now they can go and look and say, oh wow, he started in 1989. That's really cool. He must have a ton of knowledge to share. He's been here all those years. Or wow, that guy's our transmission specialist. Let me go ask him for a little bit of help. I'm interested in diesel. Now you know everybody's name, you know how long they've been there and exactly what they're specialized in. Let's run through all the news you need to know to keep up in the auto industry. The vote is in and the results are not surprising. UAW members at the Detroit Three agreed to let the union call a strike if contract talks break down with a September 14th deadline looming. The UAW said this morning about 97% of votes were cast in favor of authorizing a strike. The vote is a routine part of contract negotiations and does not mean a strike will occur. UAW leaders have been preparing workers for a potential strike since negotiations with Ford, General Motors, and Stellantis began last month. The union is seeking pay raises, inflation protection, better treatment of temporary workers, and improved perks for retirees. Car companies have pushed back on many of the demands, arguing they already face higher labor costs than other automakers. This week, the union is holding practice pickets with workers in Detroit and Louisville. The union has also raised its weekly strike pay to $500 per member. The UAW has about 146,000 members at the Detroit Three. UAW President Sean Fain said the September 14th expiration of the company's current labor contracts is, quote, a deadline, not a reference point. That date is now about three weeks away. Pay has been one of the biggest issues at the Ultium Cells battery plant in Ohio. Now the company plans to hike workers' wages by an average of 25%. Ultium Cells which is a joint venture of General Motors and LG Energy Solution, said workers must still ratify the interim wage increase that takes effect August 28th. Some U.S. senators have blasted the company for paying workers as little as $16 an hour. The UAW said the increase is worth 3 to $4 an hour for workers. It will be retroactive to December. Some workers will receive between $3,000 to $7,000 based on hours worked. In December, workers voted to join the UAW. They have not yet reached a contract. The company said providing the wage hike is the right thing to do and that it continues to bargain in good faith with the UAW to reach a comprehensive contract for its employees, including a final wage scale. Nissan promises more EVs are coming. The automaker gave dealers a peek at its future product lineup, both electric and internal combustion. 
Nissan previewed three new battery-powered models expected in the second half of the decade to dealers at a brand meeting in Las Vegas. That's according to retailers who were there and asked not to be identified, revealing product plans. The new EVs include a crossover coupe-styled replacement for the Leaf hatchback, a performance sedan that could replace the Maxima, and a crossover based on the CMF EV platform underpinning the compact Aria electric utility vehicle. At the meeting, Nissan CEO Makoto Uchida emphasized focusing on delivering products to market faster, addressing a long-standing dealer gripe. And soaring car thefts in Chicago have led to a lawsuit against two automakers. Chicago is suing Kia and Hyundai for failing to include engine immobilizers in various models. The city alleges it caused a steep rise in vehicle thefts, reckless driving, and property damage. Thefts of Kia and Hyundai cars have surged across the country. This happened after social media users exposed security flaws, sparking what's been called the Kia Challenge. That's where people live stream their crime. Chicago has been hit hard by vehicle theft. This year, more than 19,000 cars have been stolen in the city. That's double last year's number and three times more than in 2019. Kia and Hyundai vehicles make up a large chunk of the thefts. According to the city, 8,350 Kia and Hyundai vehicles were stolen in Chicago during the last six months last year. That's up from 500 in the first half of the year. Hyundai said it's committed to helping customers and communities affected by the theft of vehicles not equipped with push-button ignitions and engine immobilizers. Engine immobilizers are now standard on all Hyundai vehicles produced since November 2021. And those are today's headlines. Jamie, so the UAW members have agreed to strike if talks fall apart. I assume this is normal, right? Is this one of those things when negotiation time comes around, UAW likes to have an ace in their back pocket? Yeah, absolutely. You know, if they if the negotiators are in there and they don't have the authority to call a strike, there's just very little power that they can use against the automakers and they're really just defenseless. So, they need the they need the strike authorization vote. It really gives them the power that they need when they're in there and trying to bring those automakers to the table. Uh, Sean Fain sounds very much like he wants uh, to get their counterproposals uh, sooner and try to really move this along. Traditionally, we've seen deals get reached, you know, in the days after the contract expires. He's calling it a deadline. It could be a very interesting time. Such an interesting soap opera. Uh, coming up, techs don't always get the recognition they deserve for their work. We'll hear about how one dealership is trying to change that. That's next on Daily Drive. The auto industry's shift to carbon neutrality is here and it's accelerating. But is it enough? This is a moral imperative, an economic imperative, a moment of peril, but also a moment of extraordinary possibilities. No more hesitancy, no more excuses, no more waiting for the others to move first. There is simply no more time for that. Driving to Zero is a new podcast series from Automotive News that looks at the auto industry's roadmap to carbon neutrality. We take a big picture look at the environmental, political, and social trends pushing the move toward a greener future. And we pull back the curtain on how these decisions are being made at the highest levels. 
my team and I went to each car company separately. We sat down and we said, you know, what can you do? What you cannot do? How much time you need? How much going to cost you? And that pay off big time. I said, you know, the, the headline that you need is is GM believes in an all electric future. And I think Dan Ammon and Mary Barra pretty much said the same thing, which is, is like, but but we, we don't. Spoiler alert, they come around to that idea. Find out how and much more. I'm Jake Neer. Join me and Automotive News Executive Editor Jamie Butters on Driving to Zero, available wherever you get your podcasts starting September 11th. Welcome back to Daily Drive. I'm Jamie Butters with Kellen Walker. The leadership at Richmond Ford Lincoln in Virginia wanted a special way to recognize the dealership's nearly 60 technicians for their hard work. So they created and hung a banner over each tech's service bay. It lists their name, specialty, stars for extra certifications, and the month and year they started at the shop. The tech signature is also on the banner. Kayla Cody is Vice President of Business Development at Richmond Ford Auto Group. She spoke with Automotive News Senior Editor Dan Shine about the planning and execution of the banner idea. Kayla, thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Dan. So tell me, we had a best practice story about uh, Richmond Ford uh, in Virginia. Whereabouts in Virginia are you? So we have one location in Richmond, like a little bit closer to the Willow Lawn area. Uh, one in Short Pump, which is about 12 minutes away, and then one all the way out in Little West Point, Virginia, about 45 minutes away. Okay. And I, I won't spoil it for the list. I'll let you tell them. Tell us about this kind of banner unveiling that you had uh, back in the in the service bays back in October. Yeah. So what that was, was it was actually an idea. I have to give my dad a little bit of credit here. Uh, he was he was in on it as well. He said, wouldn't it be cool if we could recognize them somehow? So the banner concept was born. We felt like uh, technicians probably weren't recognized enough and they're doing all of these certifications, especially for the Ford OEM. And we wanted a way to celebrate that. So we came up with the banner idea. Um, we came up with delineations for each technician, their name, when they started, all of that kind of stuff, uh, and unveiled them as a surprise to each and every one of them. What was the reaction? That was probably the most special part of the project because uh, we might have overthought a little bit on all the details that went into these. Uh, we might have uh, pursued a couple of endeavors that were, you know, overarching, like making sure it was their signature that showed up on it and all that kind of stuff. And the reaction really made it all worth it. Some of them got teary. A lot of them were sending pictures to family and all of those sorts of things. And uh, it was just very exciting for us, as you can imagine, and rewarding. How many technicians do you have there in, in the group? So we have close to 70 total. Okay. Okay. And it, like I said, it, it kind of talks a little bit about their certifications and such. If someone gets a new certification, their banner can be updated. New banner. Yep. You get a new banner if you've gotten a different delineation. So if you reach senior master technician, that would be a new banner. There's also what we'll call four-star generals, and those are further, I'll call it further education within that uh, bracket of technician. Okay. And how long was the planning? How long did this take you to kind of from idea to concept to conclusion? Myself, Chris Haney, one of our service managers, and then my digital artist, Jonathan Mitchell, uh, spent months doing this, probably six months. Because every time we would get a new level of it, we'd be like, oh, but wouldn't it be so cool if we could show this? Wouldn't it be so cool if we could get their actual signature on it? Uh, so it took some time. And then, of course, production time as well 
and then also finding time to hang them all at the same time so that everybody was surprised at the same time was quite a mission. And what would you see as kind of the point of it? What's the end kind of end goal that you had in mind when this idea came about? I think we go into a lot of projects, right, as dealers and we say, okay, what's the ROI on this, right? For us, the ROI on this was we wanted to surprise them. We had just finished renovating all of our shops. They looked fantastic. And we really wanted them to have ownership over their bay. We wanted them to be proud of their certifications. And then there were all of these extra benefits that we honestly didn't think about ahead of time uh, that unveiled themselves over time and are still kind of becoming shown. Can you give an example or two of what those might be? We heavily uh, recruit young technicians that are just starting out. It's very intimidating as a young guy coming into this massive shop with all these people with all this experience. Now they can go and look and say, oh, wow, he started in 1989. That's really cool. He must have a ton of knowledge to share. He's been here all those years. Or, wow, that guy's our transmission specialist. Let me go ask him for a little bit of help. I'm interested in diesel. Now you know everybody's name, you know how long they've been there and exactly what they're specialized in. Everybody knows in the automotive industry the problem with recruiting technicians, the problem with retaining technicians. Uh, They're a valuable part of a dealership operation. Uh, Without them, you just don't make any money on the service side of things. Have you been able to kind of measure or do you think as far as, you know, retaining them, boosting morale, how have you seen just this simple kind of recognition affect those kind of efforts? It was so odd to me um, when I joined the automotive world, I came from home building. It was so odd to me that we kept celebrating sales. Yet when we look at where dealerships make their money, it's not in sales. You know, it takes all of us, right, to really make a strong organization. And we would have all of these like, oh, wow, top guy, top guy in sales, top, top guy in this. Well, as a technician, it's frustrating to go get all of these certifications all the time. It's frustrating to keep, you know, furthering your knowledge and you come back and it's like, oh, cool, good job, you know, and you might get a raise and all those things, but no one else really knows about it. So now it's really a celebration. It allows us to make them feel seen and appreciated. And that was really the goal in the first place. The other thing I'll tell you is when we bring technicians into our shops, they're impressed by a few things, right? We have brand new renovated shops. We pay, you know, a 25% bump on warranty, all that good stuff. That's great. And there's plenty of talking points like that, I'm sure, for many shops. But when you walk in and see all the effort we put into those and how long people have been there, like we don't have to say our techs love it here. You can look at the dates they started throughout all the bays and know for yourself. Um, so when we bring when we bring people in to interview, that's, a, that's a, definitely a selling point for us. That's interesting. And I also read in the article that it kind of maybe spurred a little competition amongst some of the techs that, you know, oh, you've got that certification? Well, okay, I'm, I'm going to do that too. Did you see that as well? Absolutely. Like I said, it's hard, you know, we pay our technicians while they're getting their certifications, but it's hard to step away and want to go get those things, right? So there's some that we pay for. There's some that you have to kind of take your own ownership over and go and get. And you might already know how to do some of these things, but you still need to get certified by Ford. So that definitely spurred a little bit of competition. And hey, I want my banner to look like that. I've been here longer than that guy. I work on those engines. Like, what the heck? Um, so that that definitely was helpful. And I don't know how your, you know, the customer entrance is set up. And, and I'll, I don't know if customers are able to kind of get a peek in to the service area and, and to see these as well. Because I would also think that that would be a selling point for customers that, you know, we've got your genuine parts. We've got technicians who have been trained by the manufacturer 
to take care of your vehicle and you know here hanging above their service bay is all the you know accreditations and, and certification that they have so i don't know if customers are able to kind of get a peek at that at all yes they can definitely see it and i've been so impressed by some of my technicians recently we rolled out pictures and videos for our service lanes that attach directly to the ro as they're showing the customer their vehicle and what needs to be done they'll go up to their banner because obviously they're not on screen they'll go up to their banner and be hey this is me this is how long i've been here this is what i specialize in we're going to do a quick walk around of your vehicle and I was blown away. Um, that was going to be down the road in training for me. And some of them picked it up right away. So that was really neat. You know, it's almost like showing your resume to to each customer. And I think it, it, a powerful message, I would, I would imagine, to customers. Are there any uh, plans to uh, recognize other areas of the dealership, the F&I or sales, uh, to kind of a similar kind of uh, recognition? Absolutely. I think there's many ways that we can change this around to fit into other um, departments in the dealership, which it will be very beneficial for them too. The one thing that I'll say is it's something special for the technicians and they deserve something special. They do a lot for us and they're the women and men behind the scenes. Uh, so we'd like to keep it for them for a little bit. I'm sure sales and F&I and everybody else will get something different, but it won't be our tech banners. Those are for them. Gotcha. Kayla, I really appreciate the conversation. Great stuff you're doing there at Richmond Ford. Thanks so much. Thanks, Dan. Kayla Cody is Vice President of Business Development at Richmond Ford Auto Group. She spoke with our own Dan Shine for the latest automotive news, service, and parts newsletter. You can sign up for that newsletter at autonews.com. That's Daily Drive for today. I'm Jamie Butters. And I'm Kellen Walker. Thanks to Automotive News Coordinating Producer Jake Neer and Alicia Anderson. Today's episode included reporting from our own Vince Bond Jr. and Irvash Kakaria. You can get the latest news on UAW negotiations with the Detroit Three, lawsuits, and everything happening in the auto industry at autonews.com. Come back on Monday for my interview with Brian Colley from Boston Consulting Group. If you enjoy the podcast, remember to like, leave a review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. 